Community of Hope, God bless you. Uh, what a wonderful service so far. We are grateful for God's presence and God's hand um, in this worship experience. Um, I do want to thank you personally uh, for your continued prayers, even as I continue to recover uh, from my bout with COVID. We are grateful to God uh, that I am past all uh, major symptoms. And um, the biggest thing I'm dealing with right now is just getting my energy level back up. And so please keep me in your prayers as I endeavor to get my energy level back up. But um, I am just so grateful to God for all of y'all's prayers, your well wishes, your shout outs, uh, that s s some of you all um, sent me um, um, uh, um, some resources and money for me to door dash food and all that kind of stuff. And so just thank you all so much for being such a blessing to me um, as I navigated um, that COVID infection. I'm totally and entirely grateful to God for you all. And I'm excited about this preached word for today. I'm excited about uh, how this is the year of big steps. And uh, the Spirit has whispered to us at Community of Hope uh, that for 2022, it is the year of big steps. And last Sunday, last Sunday, uh, we preached on the sermon subject, it's time to walk on water. That's right, last week we preached on it's time to walk on water. And today I want to preach uh, something uh, that is connected, um, not it's time to walk on water, but today I want to preach on it's time to walk through water. It's time to walk through water. If you would, I'm in Exodus, the 14th chapter, in Exodus, the 14th chapter, in the 15th verse, Exodus 14, 15, it reads, Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea, go through the sea on dry ground, go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them, and I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. Then the angel of God who had been traveling in front of Israel's army withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to the one side and light to the other side. So neither went near the other all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And all that night, the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided. The Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them, and all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of cloud and fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so that they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, Let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. 
Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at daybreak, the sea went back to its place. The Egyptians were fleeing toward it, and the Lord swept them into the sea. The water flowed back and covered the chariots and horsemen. The entire army of Pharaoh that had followed the Israelites into the sea, not one of them survived. But the Israelites went through the sea, through the sea, on dry ground, with a wall of water on the right and on their left. That day the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the shore. And when the Israelites saw the mighty hand of the Lord displayed against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him and in Moses, his servant. Once again, my brothers and my sisters, I ask that you would join me in a word of prayer as we share on the sermon subject, it's time to walk through water. It's time to walk through water. Let us pray, God, in Jesus' name we do thank you. We give your name the honor, the praise, and the glory. God, use me in this preaching moment. Give a word that can encourage and strengthen your people today because it's time for them to walk through water that's right, this is the year of big steps. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Community of Hope family, it's time to walk through water. That's right, it's time to walk through water. The, uh, during 2022, uh, the word for Community of Hope is the year of big steps. And on last Sunday, we talked about it was time to walk on water, and we dealt with uh, Jesus walking on water and, and Peter uh, jumping out the boat and walking on water. And, and it's an interesting thing because there's a difference in walking on water and walking through water. Uh, there's even a difference um, even in the reasoning behind it. Uh, that when Peter, when Jesus walked on water and then Peter uh, walked on water to Jesus, uh, that, that was really a demonstration of the power of God, a demonstration of the power of God so that people's faith could be made real, so that people could understand the levels at which you could move. And walking on water was uh, a piece about uh, folks really understanding the levels uh, of things that could be done through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the power of God, just walking on water. Walking through water, uh, when we look at our scripture here, um, oftentimes is very different because it's big steps, uh, but it's big steps with a different kind of functionality. Uh, walking through water is often uh, a big steps in the area of, of deliverance, the steps of deliverance. It's often big steps to get you out of a bad situation, big steps to get you out of bondage. And oftentimes uh, when I'm talking about it's time to walk through water, uh, that is the kind of miracle working power that God can do. God can take our big steps and be able to get us out of a bad circumstance, a bad situation, a bad relationship, um, a, 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 a bad setup that God can take our big steps and walk us through water 
to get us up out of a bad situation. If you look at children of uh, Israel, the children of Israel uh, had come up out of Egypt, the children of Israel uh, that God had told Moses to go tell Pharaoh to let my people go, that God had, had used Moses to speak a word to Pharaoh to let the children of Israel go, that there had been several plagues to try to be able to get Pharaoh to a place and Pharaoh um, had decided to let them go to be able to go and worship their God out in the wilderness. Uh, on their way out, that God laid on the hearts of all of the Egyptians to give the children of Israel their riches and gave them their riches and therefore they're sitting there making their way. Uh, as they're making their way out uh, to go out into the wilderness to worship their God, uh, as they are then going and making their way towards freedom, uh, the Bible says that God hardened the Egyptians' hearts. And so here you have the children of Israel. They're trying to get out of Egypt. They're making these big steps towards freedom. They're making these big steps towards deliverance. They're making these big steps on getting out of bondage. Uh, and they find themselves, God telling them to camp uh, right by the Red Sea. God tells them to camp at the Red Sea. And so here you have the Red Sea uh, that is uh, right there in front of them. They can't go any further because the Red Sea is in front of them. And now uh, the, the Egyptian army, Pharaoh has gotten the Egyptian army together and they are coming from behind them. So they find themselves literally between a rock and a hard place. They find themselves at the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army here. And here they are right in the middle. And it's an interesting thing because there are times in which uh, the big steps you're taking are big steps that they're uh, going in a direction, uh, but there are times in which in front of you uh, that you can't go backwards, that you know you can't go backwards. Uh, but when you look at it's in front of you. There's a barrier in front of you. Uh, they, they couldn't go backwards uh, because Pharaoh's army was behind them, but they have the Red Sea in front of them. And, and, and at times like these in which it is time to walk through water. There's time to walk through water. Let, let me help you out. I'm not going to take that long. I told you all I'm still recovering from this COVID stuff and my energy level isn't all that it used to be. Uh, but, but one of the first things I believe that you have to understand when you understand it's time to walk through water is it, it may look worse before it looks better. It may look worse before it looks better. I don't understand why God does things the way God does them all the time. Uh, but here you have God, God has gotten the Israelites out of Egypt. God has gotten them out of Egypt in such an incredible fashion that the Egyptians even give them parting gifts. They give them their riches. They load them up and send them on their way. They're going out of Egypt. But then as they make their way out, the Bible says that God hardened the hearts of the Egyptians and all of a sudden now, how God got them out, now the Egyptian army is now chasing them. And I don't understand why God wouldn't just make it easier. That, that, that I don't understand why God wouldn't have just let them zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful Wizard of Oz. The, we, we're going to go down the Yellow Brick Road, and, and we're going to make our way onto the Promised Land. But, but, but the way it was set up is that God had them get to a place. 
and had them encamped at a place and had their enemies now all of a sudden be mad. And it said not just their enemies got upset. It said God hardened the hearts of the Egyptians. God caused the Egyptians to chase after them. And I want to let you know uh, that sometimes when you're making your big steps, uh, that sometimes as you are getting up out of a bad situation, a bad circumstance, a bad relationship, a, a, a challenging uh, situation, uh, that oftentimes it will look worse before it gets better. That, that you will think you're scot-free. You'll think that you've made the break, that you will be making these big steps towards freedom. And, and, and you think that you're heading towards freedom, but then you look and the enemy has decided to start to chase you. Uh, somebody knows what I'm talking about right now, uh, that you've made some big steps towards uh, some, um, um, some progress in your life. You've made some big steps uh, towards a, a, a new you. You've made some big steps uh, to get up out of some of the dysfunctional things that you've been in and, and, and right when you made your big steps. But now you turn around and you look and the enemy is chasing you. You turn around and you look and, and it, it looks worse uh, than it did in the beginning. and But you've got to understand that even though it looks worse, it's not worse. That even though it looks bad, uh, that it's not bad. Why? Because God is on your side. And, and, and that as you're making the big steps, that God is right there with you. And, and as you're in the situation, making your big steps, and it looks like it's getting worse, the key for you is not to panic. And the key for you is not to turn back. Uh, one of the challenges that uh, the, uh, the Israelites had is that the Israelites started talking about going back. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? And they, they didn't want to say to Moses, didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. That, that that they were making these big steps, that God had already done a wonderful thing uh, to be able to even get them out of Egypt, that God had done a wonderful thing to get the Egyptians to give them all this treasure to, to get them out of e Egypt, but yet, because things started to look a little rough, it caused them to panic, and it caused them to want to go back to what they came out of it. And I've got to let you know, my brothers and my sisters, that there is no going back to the food. There's a reason that you wanted to get out of that mess in the first place. There's a reason that you knew that relationship was a bad relationship. You needed to get up out of it in the first place. There's a reason uh, that you that, that you shifted out of that bad situation, out of that friendship, out of those people that you were dealing with, out of that situation. There's a reason that you took the big steps to get out of it. Uh, don't get to a point now that just because things Things don't look uh, as easy as you want them to look that you decide to go back to the same old foolishness. The devil is a liar. You got out of it in 2021. Don't you go back into it in 2022. No, no, no. This is the year of big
big steps. And you have got to understand that it, it may look like the enemy is on your track, but you've got God on your side. And I know it may look worse now, but that's a part of God's plan because God is going to show up in a way that is going to blow your mind. Now, I know in the beginning it may look worse before it gets better, but I promise you it's going to get better. The second thing I need you to understand, and once you first understand it may look worse before it gets better, um, is the second thing is that God will catch your back. That God will catch your back. Here go the children of Israel. They've got the Red Sea on one side of them. They've got a Pharaoh in the army. Pharaoh's got all of his chariots, his best chariots and all the rest of them. He's got his army and they are coming after the Egyptians. The Egyptians have nowhere to run. There's a Red Sea in front of them, Pharaoh's army behind them. And the Bible says that the angel of God that had been in front of the Israelite army uh, now went and got behind them. That's right, that where the angel of the Lord had been in front of them and now got behind them and got between them and the Egyptian army. Uh, not just the angel of the Lord, but it said that the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night, that it then moved from in front of them, giving them guidance, and it got behind them. Uh, because why? Because God had their back. And, and I want to let you know uh, that as you are making big steps, that God has your back. That's right, that God has your back, that God won't let the enemy run up on you. I know that you see the enemy trying to run up on you, uh, but the wonderful thing I love about our God is that God's got your back. And, and if you look at this scripture, what you will see is that the Bible says that the angel of the Lord uh, got from in front of them to behind them. And, and, and it said the pillar of, of cloud and the pillar of fire uh, got there behind them. And it said that, what, and, and, and and here's what's incredible to me. It says that as the angel got between them and the Egyptian army, it said throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to one side and light to the other side so that neither went near the other all night long. So here you have uh, the, the Israelites that they've got the Red Sea on one side. They've got the enemy behind them on the other side. But God uh, gets in between the enemy and them. And God causes it, it to be darkness for the enemy and light for them. And, and, and as God does this, God tells Moses, go and stretch your hand out over the sea. And Moses goes and stretches his hand out over the Red Sea. And, and all night long, uh, God sends a wind. Uh, the God sends a strong east wind. And it blows on the Red Sea so much that it causes the water to pile up on one side and the water to pile up on another side. And there to be dry land in between. Now, this is incredible that God doesn't just catch their back. Uh, but God does work in their front. I would have thought that in order for the move of God to happen in the front, that God's angel and God's presence would have had to stay in the front. But God caught their back to protect them, 
and then told Moses what to do and let God's power be able to handle the stuff in the front. It, it, it's a wonderful thing that God didn't have to have the pillar of cloud or the angel in the front to handle the business in the front. God just had to tell Moses what to do. Moses, stretch your hand out over uh, uh, over this Red Sea. And then God just sent a wind and started working miraculously and, and, and turned a freeway into the middle of a seaway. Uh, somebody uh, who's watching us right now, you need to understand God's got your back. But just because God's got your back, just because God is handling your enemy does not mean that God is not making a way in front of you. God's doing all of it at the same time. Don't you get so caught up in, in, in what you see as the barrier that you miss the fact that God's giving protection and direction all at the same time that God is protecting you from your enemy, but also directing your big steps and showing you the path that God has already laid out, that God is making a path for you, that God is ordering your steps in the middle of what appears to be a barrier. God is making a testimony. That's right. God is making your testimony and God is ordering your steps. God will catch your back, but God will also order your steps while God is catching your back. Uh, but the third thing uh, that I want you to remember uh, as you are making big steps and you learn that it's time to walk through water, the third thing you've got to understand is you've got to trust that God won't get tired. That's right. You've got to trust that God won't get tired. Now, one of the most amazing things about this miracle that I think we often miss is that God opens up the Red Sea. But you've got to understand that this is not just a few folks going through and it's not a short distance they're going through. You've got to understand that there were about 2 million, some estimates would say about 2 million Israelites uh, that were about to cross through the Red Sea. And the Red Sea wasn't just like you were going across the creek. Uh, it, it, no, the Red Sea wasn't like you were just going across some kind of creek. It, it wasn't even uh, like you were going across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Uh, but many estimates uh, would say uh, that uh, um, it was about a four and a half to eight mile journey uh, that took them about <coughs> between three uh, to six hours to walk. Uh, that in order for all those folks to get across, uh, that it had to be enough space for two million people to go across and to walk about a four and a half to eight mile journey to get across. Uh, here you have God has caused water to stand up on one side, water to stand up on another side. You've got a wall of water on one side, a wall of water on the other side, and the people are walking through it on dry ground. But not a couple of people. I'm talking about it is enough space for millions of people, uh, estimate about 2 million people, to walk through and to walk this journey. They're walking through, they're walking this journey. Can you picture what it must be like uh, to, 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 to be halfway through the journey? Can you picture what it must be like 
to have already walked about two and a half, three miles. And so you've got miles behind you. You've got miles of walking still to go. And you've got a wall of water, this Red Sea on one side and a wall of water, this Red Sea on the other side. And you've got to trust that God won't get tired and let the water down. Some of you right now, that's where you're at in your life, that you have been making some big steps. You've been watching God do the miraculous. You've been watching God take care of you. But the reality for you right now is that you are in the middle of the journey and you've got a wall of water on one side, a wall of water on the other side, that you are too far to go back, but you still have a good portion of the journey to go forward, and you're in a place of vulnerability because you have to totally depend on God to hold up this water. You've got to totally depend on God not to get tired of this miracle, not to get tired of holding up the water because if God gets tired, it's all going to come crashing in on you. If God gets tired of taking care of you, it's all going to come crashing in on you. You're in this place of vulnerability and the reality for you is that most of the people in your life who have dared to say they were going to take care of you have failed you somewhere along the journey. There's somewhere along the journey, people who said they were going to take care of you, people who, who, who were taking care of you got tired along the journey and, and, and they let stuff drop on you. They let stuff drop and, and, and you were vulnerable and you ended up being set up because they dropped the ball when you were the most vulnerable. But I've come by to let you know that God will not get tired along your journey. That's right. God will not get tired. But a part of this journey is for you to really understand on the inside that God will take care of you. And if God has started the work, God will keep on doing the work. That's right. That if God has given you the directions, if God has ordered your steps, if you have started to make your big steps and you've been walking through water, I've come by to let you know, don't you give up on the journey right now, but God will continue to take care of you. God will continue to work the miracle. God will continue to let you walk through water. And, and here you have, here you have uh, this incredible thing. It says the waters were divided and the Israelites went through the sea. I didn't say they went through the pond. I didn't say they went through the lake. I didn't say they went through the river. They went through the sea. This huge amount of water and God is holding up on one side, holding up on another side. They went through the sea on dry ground. Uh, the, the thing is that they went through the sea, uh, but at some point along the journey, God decided to let the enemy come through. Now, now can you picture what it must feel like that you are part the way through the sea and you look back a few miles back and the enemy starts to come through the sea? That, that, you're, that, that you're trying to get 
through to the other side, but you look back and God has allowed the enemy to start coming through the sea. Uh, uh, but I've come by to let you know because that's how some of you feel right now. That God's been working a miracle. That God's been taking care of you. That God's been letting you walk through water. That you've been making big steps. But now you're looking back and it looks like the enemy is on the way. But I've come by to let you know that the enemy is on the way. But it's not so that the enemy can get you. But so that God can get them. Good God Almighty. I, I just said something for somebody right now. Because your enemy is so excited. Because they feel like they're about to get you. But they don't have sense enough to understand. That they are moving in the middle of an authentic move of God. But God is not doing it for them. God is doing it for you. The, the, the Egyptians were so arrogant that here God has opened up the Red Sea. Here God has literally opened up a whole sea so that the Israelites can get across. And the Egyptians think that the same miracle that's helping the Egyptians is going to be what they use to kill the Egypt to kill the Israelites. That the Egyptians are so arrogant, they're so arrogant and so demonic in their thoughts of evil towards the Israelites that they don't see that they're putting themselves in a vulnerable situation. That, that, that they think that God is going to keep doing what God is doing for the Israelites for them. Not understanding that God is putting them in a place of vulnerability so that God can handle them once and for all. I want to encourage you today to keep on making your big steps, to keep on walking through water, to keep on trusting God to do the miraculous and to take care of you even if you feel vulnerable. And I know that you're looking back and you're looking and you see the enemy that seems to be catching up with you. But you need to understand that this miracle that God is doing is for you. It's not for your enemy. That the way that God is making is for you and it's not for your enemy. And even though your enemy is arrogant enough to believe that they're going to use the work of God to keep you down, You've got to understand that God's plan is for you and that God is taking care of you. And while God is taking care of you, that God's going to handle your enemy at the same time. And so your enemy is thinking that they're coming to get you and they don't understand that God is setting them jokers up and God is taking care of you while your enemy you see right now, you will see them no more forever. That's right. That God is going to handle your enemy so that you don't have to worry about them for the rest of your life. That is what's happening for you. You keep on walking through the river. You keep on walking through the water. You keep on walking through the sea and watch what happens. That as the children of Israel got to the other side, uh, that Pharaoh's army was in the middle 
of the Red Sea. And God caused confusion and caused the wheels of their chariots to lock up. That God caused confusion. Somebody, you're watching it right now. That even as you're still walking along the journey, you're watching God confuse the enemy. That even as you are walking through your miracle, you're watching God bring confusion to those who are trying to hurt you, to those who are trying to hinder you, to those who are trying to hold you back. You're watching God confuse your enemy and get them stuck, good God Almighty, in the middle of your miracle. When God confuses your enemy, your enemy can be stuck in the middle of your miracle and it can be for their demise. Because what? It's your miracle, but it's their trap. God is confusing your enemy as you get on through. You go, keep on going. You, you, you don't get focused on them. Keep focused on making big steps. And as you walk through water, God will handle your enemy and you will see them no more. I, I, I want to encourage you today to trust God that God won't get tired of taking care of your business. God won't get tired of making a way for you. God won't get tired of doing the miraculous on your behalf because God wants to see you get through the water to the other side because your promise is on the other side. Today, it is my prayer for you that you will have the courage to make the big steps, to walk through the water, to get to the other side and watch God handle your enemy as God moves you to your purpose and your destiny, to God's honor and to God's glory. I want to pray for you this morning or whenever you're watching this. I want to pray that you will trust God as God helps you to walk through water. That's right. This is your season of big steps. This is your season to walk through water. God, in Jesus' name, I do thank you. I thank you for these, your people, and I'm grateful, God, for what you're doing in their hearts and in their lives. I thank you, Jesus, for how, God, you have for your people to make big steps in this season, and you're going to let them walk through water in the name of Lord Jesus. I thank you, God, for how you will hold up the water for them, but I thank you, God, that you will confuse their enemy at the same time. So in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for the steps. Order our steps, God. Order our steps, our big steps, as we walk through water. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all today. God bless you. I believe that God has some incredible things in store for you as you make big steps and as you walk through water. Look, if you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, today is your day and this is your moment. 
uh, that we say this is a community of hope each and every Sunday. We're the community of hope where everyone has a chance. We don't care who you are, what you've done, or who you did it with. We don't care if you did it last night and woke up doing it this morning. But when you get connected to the house of the Lord, you're in the right place at the right time to become all that God has called you to be. And we believe that God's got a blessing with your name slam on it. If you've never accepted Jesus today, we want to give you that opportunity. Uh, the Bible says that God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Today is your day to give your heart, to give your life to Christ. You can't walk through water without Christ. You can't walk through water without the Lord on your side. I, I promise you, God has some big steps for you to make, but you can't make them in and of yourself. But your steps need to be ordered by the Lord. If today you've never accepted Jesus and you want to give your heart to Christ today, we want to give you that opportunity to give your heart, to give your life to Christ. Or if you want a church home, you're already saved, but you need a church home. Or you may be already saved, you already have a church, but you want to rededicate your faith. And today we want to give you that opportunity that wherever you are, just in the chat, there's a link for you right there to make decision for the Lord. Or uh, you can just text us, text uh, the word hope decision to the number 474747. Text hope decision, one word, to 474747. We want to be in prayer for you. We want to celebrate what the Lord is doing in your life. If you are making a decision for Jesus today, you want to give your life to Christ, or uh, you want a church home, you want to join this church, or you just want to rededicate your faith, or even if you want prayer, uh, won't you join me in a word of prayer? I want you to pray with me. It'll be my words, but it'll be your faith. If that's you, if you're giving your life to Christ today, or join